0: First on the Chief, in Episode 1, from South Barrington, Illinois, Reese Wallace and her daddy caddy, Nick.
1: The inaugural Grow the Grind podcast. Under a bubble, 11-year-old junior golfer Reese Wallace and her dad, Nick, joined Ellie and I to discuss their road to Augusta National as they prepare for what will be an incredible April They have a Golf Channel interview lined up, and of course, they will be putting on the greens of Augusta soon on live television. What an exciting time for them, obviously, and for everybody that's a part of junior golf. Getting to that level is what we all dream about. So we're going to spend some time today kind of going into that that process. How did they get to that level? What was their practice dedication, like their preparation for the event coming up? And we talked a little bit about the World Championship events that they participated in last year and got a little comparison between them tournament travels around the United States and beyond and so much more we had a great time with them didn't we Al
0: yeah it was a great time getting to listen how Reese golfs and grinds works on her game and listening to how Mr. Wallace Nick works with her and, it and we was get just to good. see it
1: firsthand so we know you know that they were very honest and, and really open about kind of what they've done since she was two years old Um, we, we, uh, are so pumped to start this thing together. Allie and I are going to, we've got quite a few great guests lined up that, you know, are from all over the golf world, from junior golfers and, and some people that are professionals that, that are working in the game regularly. So, uh, as we go here, we would love you to join us for the journey. Maybe you'll pick a few things up along the way. And, um, what do you think, Al?
0: Hope you enjoy this first episode of Grow the Grind. This is Allie Rattel. welcome to Grow the Grind. We are so pumped to have Big Daddy Caddy Nick Wallace and Reese's Pieces Golf on Grow the Grind. We couldn't have thought of a better way to start off this podcast. We are at Miss Wood Dome on a perfectly cold snowy day in Chicago. Thank you guys for joining
2: us. You're welcome. It's good to see you.
3: Thanks for having us.
0: Yeah.
1: So let's uh, let's jump right in. I'm going to give you guys a little rundown, see how much of this you remember. Okay. Uh, we're going to flash back probably three years. I'm in my caddy rookie year. Okay. Uh, we're going to sign up for an IJGA, mm-hmm. and I think I'm on the bag, which I'm clearly <laughs> not because you can't caddy those tournaments. And poor little eight-year-old Allie is walking <laughs> Twin Lakes with a bag on her back because I didn't know about push carts. And uh, about one hole in, the great Alan Stewart comes up to me and says, you know, you should look at U.S. Kids Golf. So that night I go home, and uh, I pull up the 8-year-old division, sitting in Allie's room after a long day, and I see this name, Reese Wallace. And I'm like, what in the, How is this? Really? 35s, 36s, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, these kids are the same age. How is this possible?
0: Yeah, Reese, how is this possible? At such a young age...
2: I mean, it always takes a lot of practice. I practiced basically every day for a couple hours. Like, and, you know, my dad was with me this whole time and we've worked with each other, found out different things. And it's just, it's been awesome to work with different golfers.
1: So tell us about the start. And we're going to let your dad talk in a little bit, but we really like you. So we want to hear about how it all started for you.
2: All right, so let's take it back, like, maybe nine years ago.
1: (laughs) Nine. A little baby Reese, two years old. Yep, yeah. baby two-year-old Reese.
2: And my grandpa got me my first putter, and, you know, we started putting downstairs, and that's how it basically all got started. And when I was, I mean, basically four, we started to go to the range, and we had a little fun with everything. You know, got my first, like, set that was probably, I don't know how big. It was super small. But I just remember hitting those clubs, and it was, that's so where it you actually have? Yeah. Do
1: you have a memory? Is it one of your first memories with a golf club? Do you remember the two-year-old version of you putting?
2: I do. I remember my mom had this, like, it was just, it was basically a tent, okay? And that was my hole. And when I'd putt, I'd aim for that little spot where I could put it in that tent. So that's basically it. Was just downstairs in the basement, and I'd go there and I'd start putting.
1: Nick, what? Why? What are we doing? I mean, there's a hundred <laughs> different sports we could have picked for our kids. Um, we're, we're certainly all in on golf. Uh, as you look at it now, you know what is it about this game that you were drawn to? You know, as a dad, raising Reese to be the golfer that she is.
3: Well, I think early on we were kind of trying. Lots of different sports, and to see her like early on, it was just you know put a ball on a tee, let her whack away, let's have fun like I like golf, let's see if you like golf you know i we, we play other sports too, but uh golf is the main focus, I think just watching her you know get better and get excited and then um you know keep on working and it's something that she can go do by herself without having to have teammates or Um, you know, have to meet up with nine other players. So there's enough to form a team. It's kind of worked well with her. She's, you know, been an only child. So she didn't have any other kind of family built in team members. So, uh, golf kind of worked and it's just, we've stuck with it. And, um, every year I just kind of see her mature and doing different things. And it's, it's exciting. But, um, you know, the one of the most fun memories I have is just, and I, I see you with, with, you know, with Lucy is you just, Put a ball on a tee and let her whack away. And I mean, there's no stress. There's no score going up at the end. It's just yeah. pure fun.
1: That's the early days. Like the early, you send pictures all the time. Actually, the other day, your dad sent me a picture or oh, actually yeah. a video that Lucy, yep. five year old Lucy, Allie's sister already out there grinding, working on her game, but in a different way. It's, it's totally innocent. And, you know, when she hits a ball 80 yards, she freaks out. And so she watched that video of you and you she mentioned was looking it
0: looking for the ball. She was like, where'd it go? Yeah, she <laughs> wanted to
1: check your ball flight, like just to make sure that she's keeping up with you. And, um, so you mentioned the work ethic part of it, you know, like kind of that process. Right. And, uh, we all know as just being in on this, how much it, it does take to be Very good. So, you know, we're going to start kind of with the winter work because we're in the middle of winter right now. Mm -hmm. And we've got a ton of really exciting things to go over here with you. Obviously, Mm -hmm. we're on another level excited about what's coming up for you and and Augusta. And I think everybody's going to want to know about, you know, what that process was like. And you know how long it took, and how frustrating it was, and now how excited you are, right? Yeah. But before we can do that, we got to get a little bit of a better feel about what the what the work looks like, you know, in season, in the winter, you know, what that grind is for you. So let's talk right now. Winter. We're we're sitting in a dome here right now. We're in Misswood.
0: Yep. So we're wondering, in the winter time, what is your grind for each day, like the week? How do you think, how many times do you practice a week?
2: Well, I mean, it's basically every day that we go to a golf tome or we hit in this little cage that we have in the garage. But it's every day where we work on something different. And it's basically swing technique because every day there's going to be something that you have to go over that's not perfect and you want to make it perfect. So let's just say I work on my wedges. And then we go up to you know irons, and we finally go up to my woods and driver. And when I hit those, perfect, we'll end the session and we'll do a lot about chipping and putting, because those are the main things that help your golf score a ton. Um, if you can save putts or if you can get your chips close, that's gonna save your score. I don't know how much, maybe yeah, five no, to ten no strokes.
1: Question. So let's go. You said seven days, so we'll say we'll just say seven days a week, right? Yeah. And that process is the same for you. Are you wedge every day to start and then work your way up into that mm-hmm. into that driver? Yeah. And where are you doing that? Your dome at Misswood twice a week, or are you f- multiple domes throughout the Chicagoland area? I yeah. mean I know you're here on Thursdays for lessons.
2: We so we like to come to Misswood as much as we can, but there's a dome that's maybe 20 minutes from our house that we always go to and you know their greens aren't the best but you can you can make it work it's it might be like Augusta they're super fast
1: Mm -hmm.
2: it might be the same you never know
1: what's your perspective on the work as far as the weekly work and how much it takes hours that we put in
3: you know um, I kind of go back and forth with is every day too much Um, but then I kind of leave it up to her like What do you want to do today? Do you want to take a day off? Do you want to go? And she always leans towards going. And so uh our job as dad and caddy daddy is to not get in their way. So we try to, you know, at least at least hit some balls in the garage and do a net, just kind of, you know, staying sharp. Um, but we'll uh, this particular winter is a little bit different because we have, uh, the drive, trip and in Augusta coming up. So there's a totally different feel this winter over maybe last year if it was cold or she had a long day at school. So I think, uh, you know, she's working really hard right now and it seems to be in the domes every, almost every day. So you give her the option and she leans
1: towards going. So I'm going to ask Allie and both of you the same question. Do you lean towards going because you're ultra competitive and you really, really want it? Do you lean towards going because you know your dad really wants you to go? Or do you lean towards going because you'll feel guilty like if you don't? So which is it?
2: I mean, I'll go just to grind it out for the night and to make myself feel a little bit better about myself. You know, long day at school. You know, you want to take your mind off of it. And I like to, you know, go out to the golf course or go on to the golf dome and just try to have fun as much as you can. And the reason I go every day, it's because I want to get better. And I, as a competitor, I want to make sure that the competition is always fierce. And, you know, it's about having fun and it's about working hard. So I like to have fun and work at the same time. Yeah, I agree with Reese. I
0: like to work hard and have fun at the same time. I also do it because, not just because I'll I'll make you feel bad, I don't feel like that. I feel like I want to do it for you. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And, like, when I'm working, I know, like, all the work you guys put into us, we're doing it for you and we're doing it for us. But,
1: yeah. Doing well here, aren't we, Nick? Proud dad moment. <laughs> yeah, baby, let's get it. Here we go. All right, mindset. You said the word fierce. I have to talk about how fierce you are. You're an absolute <laughs> maniac. Are you aware?
2: Uh, I'm pretty aware of that. Okay,
1: good. So yeah. we, we um. can collectively say that she's a maniac in a good way, of course, right? <laughs> Allie, tell this one. You remember that? Remember that one? So we're at Jekyll.
0: We were in Jekyll, and we were how far were you? Like 80 yards out, and oh yeah and you just oh, yeah. hit a perfect shot, and you banged it in the hole. <laughs> and then on the next hole, you almost m- made it again. It was almost back, a back-to-back. How were you feeling in that
2: moment you did the Tiger Woods fist pump? You know what? I love to do a fist pump.
1: You're that's a like, fist pump master. That's
2: like my favorite thing to do on the golf course. Is so when You have
1: you a single fist pump and the double Mouth mm-hmm. open, scream fist pump. <laughs> yeah. The eagle yep. chip in from 80. 80? Do you remember? You shot 80 it. yards. Did you walk it? Did you look at it? Yeah, Nick?
3: 70. I think it was 70 something. Okay, 70 so, yards out.
2: I remember that hole. I didn't hit my drive perfect, and I doinked my three wood, and I take out, I think it was a pitching wedge, and I did a three-quarter swing. I hit the ball perfect, and it kind of just bounced and rolled in and i was gorgeous. like whoa that's insane i think
1: you were chest bumping running around ali ran down <laughs> hugged you in the middle of a tournament me and nick are looking at each other like oh my god i can't believe that just went in but that's what it's about right that 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 moment you'll never forget that moment right yeah. forever
2: i mean i won't forget all the good things that happened to me on a golf course <laughs> that's <laughs> it's, yeah it's pretty cool when that stuff happens like when i got my first hole in one that was insane when go you ahead just, tell us okay okay we're on this par three and I take out, I think it was an eight iron at like 90 yards. And it was, it was one where it just took one bounce and went in the hole. So hit the green. I knew it was a perfect shot. It was right at the pin, took one bounce and it dunked. I was <laughs> like astonished and then like amazed at the same time. So it was just crazy how. Fist bumps? Oh yeah. Fist bounce. Probably like 10.
3: 10 fist bumps. 10 fist bumps. Dad, Yeah. It was, it was amazing. And, uh, it was cool because there was a couple, there was like three probably college age, you know, guys on the hole next to us that saw it, witnessed it. So it, and they were excited too. So it was fun. And, uh, for all the listeners, if you ever get a hole in one, which I will never probably ever get one. <laughs> so I'll, if you get one, you're, Equipment and your ball equipment spot, the, uh, manufacturers will send you a nice plaque that says your name, your golf course and where you got your hole in one and how far it was. So that was cool. We sent it into Callaway and they, uh, they hooked us up with a nice plaque for the, for gym at home. So just, uh, just something to keep in mind if you ever happen to get one. Okay. So I, U.S. kids, I'm
1: looking up names. Mm -hmm. I see Reese Wallace. I'm like, what the, what is this kid about? So then we sign up for Inwood. And I remember we finished Inwood, and it, it wasn't a banner day for us, I wouldn't say. But I watched you coming up on nine, and you had you were on in two, and it looked like you had about a 25, 30-footer for birdie. Um, do you remember the pot you were walking around it now this is three years ago if she remembers this this is insane but you're playing with a rival and you're right in it I'm sure that pot oh, was yeah. probably for 35 and probably for the win am I yeah am I right so exactly this is eight years old and I watched you flat brimming it around the green with a little bounce and a white belt like both sides <laughs> mm-hmm. checking out the pot and I'm like looking at you eight years old I'm thinking she thinks she's gonna make this thing And, you know, you gave it a run. It didn't drop. You made your par. You moved on. You shot par and finished second, unfortunately. But that's, you said the word fierce. I always, like, I respected that about your game. I always, I told your dad that, too. I said, you've got this thing about you where you really believe and you've got a ton of confidence. When it's going well, though, right, Al? When it's going well, especially. when it's going well. (laughs) You've got this edge to you. So where, where does that come from? I mean, what? how do you even describe how you find that?
2: Well, I think it just takes, you know, a lot of practice makes you more confident about your game. You know, if you don't practice for a long time, you don't know how your game's going to be. So, and that summer, I practiced for, I don't know how many days, like every day straight.
1: Does it come from wanting to win?
2: It's, yeah. So, when you want to win, there's a, your adrenaline starts pumping and you start to hit better shots. And a lot more putts sink. And your game is just so much better when you have all that adrenaline and confidence. And I think that's one big part that helps me, you know, you see
1: it in it, right? Nick, you see that. <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, are you like that? I mean, you are competitive. I yeah. know that. Yeah. Um, I think she just kind of gets a game face when she needs it. Um, you know, it can go the other way too, where if it's uh, not going well, the confidence, you know, can, it can be a letdown. So it can go the other way, but shouldn't she's when she's laser focused and she's, She's got her her mindset. I know that it's just. I just got to get out of her way and let her do her thing. Wow. All right, what are we waiting for? Let's talk about the good stuff. Okay, okay sounds right, good. Let's get she after left. it here, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, what a weekend we all had. What was going on that? Well, you had an anniversary, right?
3: Yeah, uh, Reese. Reese. Our wedding anniversary and Reese's birthday are on the same day, and it lined up with
2: drive to put regionals. In, so in. Um.
3: Colorado, and Colorado Golf, golf Club. Club. Yeah, okay. which is a an amazing course. First time I've ever been out to a golf course in Colorado, and it was it was cool. It's like almost like a, a link style course. It looked like you were like in Scotland or something. So yeah. we, Ali, qualified too. We're there right now. What do you remember yeah, about it?
0: It was awesome. When we were on the driving range, you could see in the background all the mountains, and it was just awesome when you hit the ball and you were just there. For drive, chipping and putt at a regional?
2: like
1: yeah, it's
3: super high. Yeah. How much farther did you hit your drive?
2: Far. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was hitting it like 220 maybe. It
3: felt like forever in the air. Yeah. 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 So basically you're going to say that that's how far you drive it now. That's how far could, I drive it. <laughs> you hit it once, right? <laughs> yeah, um, twice. We know what happened, right? We
1: know what happened. Mm-hmm. But I think we should go through in detail how how it went down. So you are probably what this is your third regional that you'd been in yeah, at the time this is my talk, third about, regional. talk about fourth no third third okay yeah. okay talk about some of those first let's go through some of those failures all right so, were they failures or were they successes
2: i mean you could call them a success but sometimes you know there's little errors that could take you a long way but you know on the first regional i had i was eight at the time seven or
1: eight irrelevant um, go ahead
2: yeah and I remember we went to Medina and that was that was a cool experience just by itself.
1: So just doing it, qualifying, got that on your belt, then your next experience was where?
2: That was oh um Whistling. Whistling Straits, yeah.
1: Whistling Straits, outstanding, beautiful place. Yeah.
2: So I remember I hit my drives fine and when it came down to chipping, I kinda rushed myself and I couldn't hit the chips that I really wanted. Um I didn't get very many points in that, but if I've
1: But you did get a couple nice medals and you finished yeah. what you finished third? Or? Yeah, I yeah, finished third. For third overall, really close, almost made it to Augusta. Mm-hmm. And then this year, uh, we were we were with you and yeah, we
0: were there. The field was absolutely loaded.
1: You were in the same group with Reese mm-hmm. and you guys did a really good job. Take us through kind of that that day.
2: You know what? It's awesome that we could have all the golf friends from Illinois come it was just an awesome experience to be with everybody, but it's even more amazing that you know you're going to Augusta mm-hmm. National. For sure. Um So we had a mindset, me and my dad together, and we had a winning mindset, and we didn't really want to talk to anybody. <laughs> which is Yeah, you ignored no. us.
1: You ignored us, but I didn't allow it. I bothered your father the whole time.
2: <laughs> this that's not like us though. We like to talk a lot. So just not speaking to anybody and being so focused on winning, I think that helps you a ton because your mindset is set on something where you're going to win this. You're not here to just socialize with everybody and you really want to win.
1: Yeah, sure. No question. There's a laser focus there.
2: So we went up to the driving range. You know, we said hi to everybody and we just started banging balls and you could just tell that everything was so much farther and we went down to chipping and those greens were super fast, and at first it was every chip was rolling out so much, and I couldn't stop it. So I was like, "Well, what do we do now?" And we went up to a more lofted club, and still would roll out. So once we got the greens figured out, we went back to my original club, and I was hitting it like so much better. It wasn't rolling out a ton, and you know we just did a little bit on putting. So.
1: And then you go out, you finish first in the drive you go over to the chipping um i believe you thinned a couple by but hit enough there where you felt good (laughs) putting you made the six footer is that right did you roll in one of them no
2: so all of them were on the edge every single one of them was on the edge of the cup and you know at that moment you're like how when are they gonna go in right they're right there
1: yeah and we felt that, too. Allie had one on the cup, six. What happened there? It
2: was my 20. I mean,
0: my 15. 15. Yeah, 15.
1: Rolled that in. Rolled. 30-footer 20. had a chance. 30-footer was an excellent putt. Yeah. And it was I right was like, there. I it's going in, but it And Allie stopped. finished with 131, and you put a 135 on the board, but you weren't the only one. And so yep. now panic ensued. We have no idea what's going to happen. What are they going to do? And we find out the playoff is...
2: It's one drive, one chip, and one putt. So, oh, come on, pressure. Was, <laughs> this is I'm
3: where so your dad needs to This is where I, yeah, I wasn't are, watching. I was, uh, yeah. no, right. So, <laughs> he,
2: his hands were on his knees, he wasn't even looking. And, nauseous. I was just like, well,
1: you and didn't know at the time. Did I didn't you?
2: know. So, I was, you know, I was yeah. hugging everybody. And then I see this one score, it's 135. And I'm like, no, no.
3: <laughs> no, why us? <else>? I know.
2: <laughs> and, um, um, I know. Just everyone who was finished that day was there. There was a lot of people. And there from was just Chicago a mob too. of mob of people just walking with me. And I'm like, this is this is the most pressure that I think I yeah, will have. And,
1: and so you take the lead on the drive, you're mm-hmm. feeling good.
2: And uh, you move
1: the chip. I told you to keep it up. Don't thin it, you thin <laughs> it by. Now your dad <laughs> is keeling over in the corner on a side yep. mound. Sarah, my wife goes and takes a couple pictures in his moment of weakness <laughs> so we can document the moment. Yeah. And um oh. you've got that tough 30 foot putt that everyone struggled with. That was really nasty.
2: So here's what I thought. I thought, you know, just hit the putt like you did before, but just, you know, aim ever so slightly more to the left. And I did that. I was right on the line for 20, and they counted out on 20.
1: You literally were on it. I was I mean, on it. Just sat on the line.
2: You know what? If if they counted it as fifteen, I wouldn't have gone. And no. that's the thing that just makes me so happy and so grateful that it <laughs> they really counted it. And your and, competitor's
1: uh, pot was, was dead so end, close. So close and it just rolled over that line. It rolled
2: over right over the line. It was probably like an inch off. Mm. And when it was when they called it out, I I didn't know that I would won. So when they called it out, I'm just like I just won. And tears are rolling down my eyes, mm, and I'm just hugging everybody that I see inside. And it was probably the best feeling I've ever had in the golf career. And what?
3: I I knew that you had won because I'm tall, but my butt partner over here is three inches taller than me with this with the eagle eye. It was like I she, got, no it. No she got it. She got it. I was
0: so excited when I saw that. I was like, "This is awesome! I'm going to see her on TV." <laughs>
3: Yeah, I just kept thinking during the playoff about the car ride home from Whistling Straits, the short car ride home from Medina, um, and just being all the way to that third round and how hard it is even just to get there. I was just thinking about getting on a plane home from Colorado in second and what what that was going to feel like and, you know, trying to, you know, get her back up for the next one, like, you know, keep grinding, keep going. So, um, you know... So it's just, it was like a little bit of relief and then excitement. And then just the thought of, you know, how do you get, how do you go watch the masters? How do you get right. to Augusta? And now your daughter is going to have a set of clubs in her hand playing there. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's too much to even. I, it's so exciting for you guys. And
1: I think that your process that you're describing of. You know, first you go and you experience it. Then you go and you compete a little bit. Then you contend and win. That is part of the grind, too. Everyone thinks the grind is just going and hitting balls and mm-hmm. working for hours. But I think Allie walked out of that one feeling totally different, you know, yeah. with that flight home. Yeah. Obviously, we're kicking ourselves because we feel like we're right
3: there. Yep. You know? Yeah. At yeah, that last part of Allie's drops, the whole yeah, thing looks different. That's totally. the beauty mm-hmm. of golf.
1: And. I think my my proudest moment was the way that she reacted. I mean, mm-hmm. right? I mean, what's that like to have somebody that that was right? Think about her situation, right? Yeah. She's right there, but was all in for you.
2: You know what? I love my whole mindset, and um, you know, I don't like people who are bad sports. Right? And you know, sometimes you do get caught up being that person, and it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just when you're not a sore loser. It puts an effect on the person who actually did win. So, you know, having such a good friend who was so close, you know, rooting for you at the end, it just makes you feel so, so good. <laughs> and,
1: the, and the bear hug I got from Big, Big Daddy Nick felt pretty good too. <laughs> was, I could feel that, you know, all that effort we put in. Yeah. It was just like a culminating moment for you, and it was, it was really emotional. It was great. So, what's here? We, what do we got next, Alex? Yeah.
0: So, Reese. How fired up are you about <laughs> the golf channel coming to your house
2: and and, and
0: starting that
1: segment, and, yeah, right? Big time profile. Oh, yeah. What are you thinking?
2: I'm super excited and I'm really pumped, but you know I'm nervous because you know I don't do a lot of interviews.
1: Well this is a good start. Yeah. 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 Thirteen people are gonna hear this, they're gonna love it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, you know. It makes me feel great that I'm gonna be a feature because I remember all the years that I've watched it, and that's—I don't know how many years I've watched it—but being there and being on the TV, being a feature, that's that's really cool. I'm really excited to
0: see that too. <laughs> I think you're gonna, gonna do awesome. Thank yeah, you.
3: it'll be interesting to see like what that looks like, how they film it, what they're what they're gonna have, you know have you talk about what they're going to question you about. It's probably going to be very similar. Like, what are you doing to get ready? What it's, you know, and just kind of, I think they want to build a personality and, you know, you got to, she's got a big personality. So yeah, know. the interview after was great. The moment was captured. I'm sure they're going to have great highlights on that
1: putt and the celebration. Everybody was, you know, kind of all over you at the end of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's go back to the practice because the practice is what I think people want to understand. Okay. You're there, you're going on golf channel. You've already been on it. How, like how,
0: so, Reese, how do you create tournament pressure during practice?
2: You know, there's a lot of people that say practice how you're going to play. So mm-hmm. if, you practice, if you practice hard, you're going to play good.
1: A tournament shot and standing in yeah. the bay right now, we're <laughs> about to go hit balls, yeah. right, is totally different, right? Different, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Because there's, there's a big difference because, you know, you have a lot of adrenaline
1: and, and it matters more, obviously. Yeah, want to
2: win. Um, so when you're just when you're just hitting balls, it doesn't really matter. But once you get into the tournament, then you're like, well, but
1: you get better by hitting balls, right? So, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, those are the kind of the two points we want to look at. Like, how do you? Get that tournament focus during practice, so it, practice matters and it means something because that's how you make your gains. Yeah. How well, do you
3: how do you get that focus right? All this to kind of fill filling in a little bit here for uh-huh. how you practice uh, for the for specifically the drive chip and putt. We'll go, um, you know, to a try to find a a course that has like uh, the practice facility is all close together, meaning the range the chipping area and the putting green are pretty close to each other and we'll just do the scenario we'll i'll have the tape measure and a t and we'll rip three drives we'll go rip t- or chip three top three and putt three and keep the score and until you run she, that cycle you run the cycle just like the drive chip put until she goes home and says you know i got it you know today's you, where i wanted you're it. keeping a score what are you
1: averaging i mean when you're doing that what are the ra- what's the range that you'll see for her
3: you know it's it's funny how um how every year you would think it wouldn't make that much of a difference, but I can remember like high fiving her the first time that she got a score of a hundred. And I thought that was like just huge. Yeah. And then yeah. this year getting a 135 in the end and then looking at uh, some of the older girls and thinking like, like one fifty or like one, what was it? One, one, yeah. one. I one, mean, I think it was one sixty. Like that's on the horizon. Like, Easy. how are you going to be doing that or whatever? You so, know. I guess just watch. I guess, I guess right now you got to be over a hundred. Yeah, I, consistently. Yeah, at, in practice.
2: You know, when you see these scores, it's like. Wow, you must have to rip your drive pretty far. Uh,
1: yeah, right. It's like you would think they'd like, score with short the drive, game. right? Yeah, I, I would crazy. agree, Al. I think most of it still comes just, from yeah. chipping. I mean, chipping is really where where you're going to make your money in that.
2: I remember just looking at the scores from our drive chip putt area, mm-hmm. and just seeing this one kid setting the record two hundred five. That's a ton. That's
1: big balling, right That's there. That's a crazy. ton. Two hundred is what trip to Hawaii. Yeah, I guess from from you. (laughs) So we're going to go and spend a little bit more time talking about some great moments. Okay. Okay. Sound good. My favorite moment is Heritage Bluffs, U.S. Kids, Alley's nine. We go off first. We're the first two out. You probably don't have any idea what this goes through. You both hit your drive par four short. You're starting to kind of outgrow the distances. So you you, you hit it over um, and you both make birdie on one. Number two oh, comes. I do
2: remember that, yeah. You
1: hit your drive on the front of the green, hit it about 165 yards, rolls out. You bury a probably a 60-foot eagle putt. Eagle
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs> Alley two putts for birdie or something mm-hmm. crazy like that. And mm-hmm. uh, right now, collectively, we are in an impressive – Oh, five yeah. under par and then we go on to the next hole you made par and Allie got this incredible bounce out of a bunker with a seven <laughs> iron, rolled to like a foot or yeah, six under between the two of you and I oh, look yeah. at you Nick and I'm like is this normal? <laughs> <laughs> do,
3: you remember, do you remember this? That was not normal. Do, you guys, have, do you guys have any memory of it? I can, remember, it. That? I can no, remember. I
0: remember it. this. I remember on one of the holes uh, I asked my dad am I going to shoot a th- in the 30s because I've never shot in the 30s It was so much fun just being out there with Reese. Yeah.
1: And you almost didn't it was amazing you were one over going into the last oh my and gosh that was kind of a pressure moment yeah. for you right you remember yeah, that it was, was a short part five and you got the nerves in you mm-hmm. and it turned into a little bit of a mess but in the end it was great and and you did it for the first time but that was a huge learning experience for oh me. yeah i you think know. you were both tied coming into nine yeah, right it was close and i looked at Reese and I said, we're gonna beat you, reese oh I was yeah, yeah that was funny. <laughs> i was testing her and I, I knew i knew but You know that whole learning experience, trying to break forty, trying to make it to the drive chip and putt. I know Allie's had a lot of experience in playoffs, and I don't think you had played in a playoff ever in your life, right? Never, never. Oh yeah, Allie, what about you and your experiences with that playoff stuff? What did you learn throughout that process?
0: You got to stay focused. You can't like if you give out once and you're like, my gosh, I'm so scared. Do you remember your first playoff? Yeah, that was in
1: in Florida. Florida? That was in Florida,
0: and I was in a playoff, and I was like. Dad, I'm scared. Like, and then I just
1: and what did I say? Lost
0: it. And he was like, "You can't be scared."
1: I said, "If you're scared, it's over, El. It's yeah. fine, mm-hmm. but it's over. Yeah, it's okay." Yeah, that's what he said. And we lost, and and that was mm-hmm. fine. And then we learned, and we continued, and yeah. that's kind of part of the deal, right? That learning process, that curve is tough, and you got to learn tough lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, and luckily, you didn't have to, did you? Oh the, yeah, for your first playoff. You
2: know what? Even if I lost, you know, it'd be. It would probably be heartbreaking, but you know, you'd say, "Great job!"
1: To you would you to would, the cause That's the type of kid you are.
2: Um, but it's just, you know, you don't always get your. You know, golf's a game of ups and downs. You don't always win, and that's what I've learned over the years. You know,
1: and learning from losing is it's part it, of the grind. Yeah, part of that process, it makes
2: right? it makes you better. So when I'm doing this, it's and you're in a playoff, you gotta. Sometimes you're never going to win and that's what makes you better as it a sure golfer. Does.
0: So Reese, I know you've played in a bunch of US kids regionals and mm-hmm. but I'm wondering where have you played
2: like Well, I played at PGA Village in um, Port St. Lucie. Port St. Lucie. Yeah. And that's where I came
1: Roll them off, Nick, the regionals.
3: Uh, the Arizona was Wigwam. Uh, We've
2: played PGA National for Holiday Classic for the last three years.
3: The uh, Port St. Lucie tournament that you just mentioned. Texas uh, Open. Texas Open, yep. which was really, yeah, and, like down by Austin. And uh, Juckle Island down by, like, St. Simon's Island. Um, I think that's kind of it for the U.S. kids. Do you yeah. have a favorite? Do you have a favorite?
2: <sighs> I mean, There's a lot. Yeah. I mean, I love PGA National and their courses, but I think – you know, Texas Open was a, an awesome course. You know, their greens are perfect, and everything was perfect. So that was really nice. So what do you think about the travel
1: part of it? I mean, that can be a grind sometimes. It can be difficult for some people to do that. And yeah. that's something that you're, you and I are lucky we do that. Yeah. And so
3: what's I lo- your takeaway from that? I love it. I think it's just... I feel fortunate that I'm able to do it with her. I feel like as far as like we're a a small family, it's just Reese's only child. So I feel like as far as a family unit, I mean, we, we know each, we, we travel and we get to know each other so much better and we're, we're really tight. So, uh, it's just new experiences. The, The families that we've met all over the United States and and the world, actually, we um, have gone to an international tournament before. So, um, with social media, you can keep up with all them and see what they're doing. And uh, it's just, it's unbelievable. I don't know if, um, you know, if at her age she realizes that she has connections to people all over the globe. It's just, it's just, you know, you never know with any of these, you know, junior golfers where you will run into them again.
2: Yeah. You know, when we went to US Kids the World Championships, we got to see a lot of the players from Britain that we met, and you know that was awesome because you get to reconnect with them.
1: Yeah, you where'd you guys go at that European Championship? So we
2: went to Scotland. So that was tough because I'm going to explain this course just a little bit. So the bunkers are like eight feet tall. So as like <laughs> a little four foot kid standing in there, you're like good. how how am I going to get out of here? I'm like half the size of this thing. I'll tell
3: you how you get out with four shots.
2: Yeah. (laughs) That's exactly how I did it.
3: That was
1: a trip, right? So you're traveling. That's a great question. You put all the money into it. You're going out to Scotland. You're having high hopes. You've worked really hard. And it takes four shots to get out of the
3: bunker. Round round over. How'd that go? Uh, there was a lot of tears and a lot of emotion, but I think like reflection, it wasn't about that round of golf, but at the time it felt like, um, you know, the end of the world, you're over here for, for that, those four shots to ruin everything. But if it's so much bigger than that, but you need a little time after the round to let that go a little (laughs) bit.
0: Sometimes when you're in the moment, it's just like, my gosh. This is it's too much, <laughs> crazy. right? Yeah. It's yeah. Too much to handle. Then after you look back, you're like, okay, I could have done this better, yeah. mm-hmm. or it's Learned not that important, mistakes. and you're
3: yeah. still standing. And it's yeah. <laughs> let's play again, right? Like the you know, the 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 best part about the Scotland was the the four seasons that you experienced oh around a golf with. This it'd be like rain rainy, and wind and foggy, <laughs>
2: windy. and It'd be hot. <laughs> yeah. It's like you couldn't stick to one thing. You mm-hmm. take put your raincoat on, take it off. Be like, I need to take off my polo now. I need to take off everything and then you gotta put it back on. So you had to you had to adapt to each element.
1: Yeah, so during it was, one round it was of eighteen just holes.
2: Crazy. So
1: uh let's go in there. That's you you mentioned it. You mentioned Pinehurst. You guys you guys went crazy this summer and yeah, you hit was it the trifecta of world championships? Is that what you did? <laughs> did you do three?
3: Yeah, there was um IMG in California and uh, Callaway in uh, the Palm Desert area, and then uh, Pinehurst uh, for the US and those kits. line up July. What how does that? What's that calendar? I think look it's like, like July, July, beginning of August. So it's
1: bang, 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 yeah. pretty yeah. much over four weeks, three World Championships. Mm-hmm. What was your takeaway? What was different about them? I mean, we know Pinehurst, we've done mm-hmm. that, and yeah. we are in love with it. Yes. So
2: awesome.
1: What What was your takeaway in comparing the different?
2: So you know. There's – at U.S. Kids, there's a lot of kids from all around the United States and all around the world. But the difference between this and, you know, FCG, Callaway, and IMG is that there's so many amazing, like, robot golfers. From where? (laughs) From Japan or, like, you know, China. And what do you mean by robot? Meaning they don't miss shots. If – If it was a miss hit, it wouldn't be, there wouldn't be any difference between any shot because everything was straight, perfect, sink every putt, and you'd be under. Yeah,
1: miss margin. We talk about the tree that's 150 yards out, and you're aiming at the center of the tree, and those players, when they miss, they just hit the left side or the right side Mm -hmm. of the tree as opposed to myself or Big, Big Daddy Nick here who we're probably 40, 50 yards right or left, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you guys are better than us, clearly, right?
2: Yeah. So I didn't place very good at IMG because, you know, there's it's a tough golf course that they picked. And, you know, it's different. You have to yeah, adapt sure. to different, you know, grasses. And so
1: then you follow up next week I or follow a week up, later. Yeah,
2: and I come in tied for third, basically. Yeah, tied for third. Um And Mm -hmm. I get to play in the final round with this girl from Japan. Thailand? Thailand and Japan. So the winner was from Japan, and then the second place was from Thailand. And all I remember is the girl from Thailand would chip in every shot. And you'd go... (laughs) What and her dad would go? Finally, finally, you chipped it in, and you go. I haven't chipped one in in how long? And your daughter just did it two holes in a row.
3: Can you attest? <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was just. It's in. First of all, it's interesting playing in a, a junior golf tournament where players have um, uh, their coaches along, their translators along, their team uh, coordinator, their chef, uh, it, that's been interesting so yeah. at, at 10 or 11 chef. years old. Yeah. At 11 <laughs> years old, uh, for, they call them teams. Um, so that was, that was a fun and interesting. Um, and then to see kind of how just when she says robotic, it just means that they, they know their distances. So if your pitching wedge goes 70, uh, or 80 or whatever it goes, they're, they know where they're 65 or what they're 75. So they, they are just dialed in.
2: Yeah. You know, they can – it's every shot that counts for them <laughs> because when they're on their teams, this counts if they're going to be on this team or if they're going to get kicked off. So I remember Team Japan, everybody would be wearing their Team Japan clothes. They'd have all their sponsorships, and you'd just go, wow, you're sponsored this young – you have an awesome golf swing, and you can shoot how many under par? So, that's crazy to me. And that's nope. a
3: whole other level of pressure that y- y- you yeah. don't have, right? Exactly. We're gonna so, turn it over here.
1: All right. We're move it into Mr. another direction.
0: Wallace, all right. Being a caddy, dad, fan, and coach, <laughs> how is that working out for you?
3: Load You're gonna <laughs> load no, uh, it. it is, pick one. No, pick one. Pick one. It impossible. is. It's impossible. Everything that I have ever hoped and dreamed in A, being a dad, uh, B, being a coach, B, loving sports. I have, I feel like I'm the luckiest guy in the world. I got a daughter who loves something that I love. Uh, and even if mm-hmm. it wasn't something I loved if she was this passionate about it, I would be behind it. So, uh, I love it. I love that it's, a warm weather, nice sport that we can go to in <laughs> yeah. the wintertime. Some, maybe
0: sometimes it's yeah. windy, but at the time it's fun.
3: And then now I'm getting to go to golf courses that my upbringing would have never, ever allowed me to go, <laughs> yeah. go to. So, I mean, awesome. I, I'm like living the dream, you know, and sometimes I – I, uh, I kind of can get caught up where I'm almost like feeling like it's me and I'll get a little over competitive or whatever, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm just fortunate and I, and I, I just look forward to every season. I just love the, the planning. Where are we going? Okay. We haven't been to this one. No. Do you want to go back to the one we've been to? It's, mm-hmm. it's all fun.
1: Yeah. That balance is, is tough. Like when you are four roles, cause first mm-hmm. of all, when I'm a fan, uh, that's the one thing I wish I was more of sometimes mm-hmm. where you are so happy that your kid can do that and that you enjoy those incredible things that happen. It's impossible not to enjoy the Eagle chip and you had a Jekyll,
2: like oh, yeah. automatic.
1: <laughs> but there are so many little moments throughout any round where you're like, if you really were just a fan and you'd looked at it from the perspective of like, look what these kids can do. All of them, you know, all the kids that we follow on Instagram in the same way. Um, we, if we could get caught up in that, it'd probably be more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to because we've got to coach you and we we got to counsel you. We're like your psychiatrists. We are like your we are your last line of defense. We're your <laughs> only buddy out there on the yeah. bag. But we're also rooting for you so hard that when there's failure, um, it can yeah. be difficult. And that's my process. Like I'm constantly trying to improve that and get better about that. And I think. And we don't need to go into detail about any of that. But I think that the hard part is, you know, as caddies, we always are so invested and we want it so badly. And when it isn't working and you go to Scotland, you fly there and it takes four to get out of a bunker, yeah. you know, it's very tough. It's a tough manage. It's it's certainly hard for me. And so I think as we continue to improve, you improve your game, we're getting mm-hmm. better too. You, you know?
2: know, yeah. I'd like to add on to that. You know, I'm so thankful for him to be my dad and to invest so much money in my golf game. You know, I'm so grateful for that because he does a lot for me. And it just, you know, he's made my golf game so much better. And I'd like to thank him for that.
3: You're welcome. <laughs> and uh, um, I love you so much. But uh, I, I hope to, uh, you know, that you're going to pick up a lot more sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. What about you? Can you get one of those?
0: Uh, I hope.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Just moving on here. We got a couple more. We got to wrap up, obviously, but, um, let's talk about some eye-opening moments. Okay. You know, for, Mm -hmm. for maybe from you and like from an adult perspective, when Mm -hmm. you think, uh, Reese's scores and watching her was one of my first eye-opening moments. Like, wow, how? And I think we keep getting stretched, right? We keep getting stretched. What we think that they're where they should be or how far forward they are. And then we see something else and it stretches our minds even to another place. Can yeah. you think of any times where, where you've been in those situations where, you know, you're just, you, you start to question it cause you know how good she is. And then you see something. It's like, yeah, it's kind of a pause
3: moment like did what are we behind or, yeah. you know, you know I, I, mean? I have it almost every world event that you're talking about. It's, uh, when you're just kind of playing around home and you feel like you're just, you know, at the top of your game and then you, it's good to go out and just to see what, you know, what's out there. Uh, I, I've, I've, I thought, I think right now at our girls around the 10, 11, 12 era, there's a, there's a, there's a growth spurt that, you know, has happened for some and has happened for not. So that can be a little bit into the score, but I think that, um, you know, you got to just kind of stay with your plan and everything is going to even out and just focus on like the fundamentals because you're going to get bigger, you're going to get stronger. Um, but yeah, I definitely have felt that. It's hard that. to be patient. It's it hard is. to be patient oh, yeah. in those moments. Like, do you want to be like the greatest junior golfer in the entire world? Or do you want to be like a, a someone that has a great coll- collegiate career? Or even if you made it to like one of the just any type of tour it doesn't have to be the LPGA or yeah, something. Yeah, like the
2: European tour. You know that'd be so cool to travel around different <laughs> sure. countries. But no, I yeah, agree. definitely. Yeah,
3: so I I think you got to just you got to just stay course, stay with your plan, and just keep on keep working.
1: Uh, we are we're pretty good here. I mean, I I think we spend a little time recapping your process of failure and you know oh, what yeah. it took for you to get to where you are and. You know, we didn't go into a ton of detail about how you practice and what your range stuff looks like or putting, but I think, mm-hmm. I think the perspective that you guys have with all the traveling, all the golf that you've seen, you're like a wealth of knowledge, even if you don't realize it to so many people that are thinking about getting started in this and stretching your kid out, putting them in those events, trying to get them to qualify for pioneers, trying to get them to shoot those numbers. You won't regret it. I mean, I promise you that when you, when they get there, you know, you're going to have that moment where you tear up. You're going to get emotional watching your kids succeed or just participate, and it, it does mean a lot. Uh, it certainly means a lot for me as a dad, and I, I enjoy it with other families. I enjoy your success. I've always, you know that. I yeah, mean, I do, um, and I love celebrating it. And I hope that people learn from that because I think it's. I think it's the one thing we're missing here. Um, I think a lot of people in this game, because it is an individual sport. Don't build a community. They just feel like they're in their lane. It's their thing. But I think sharing kind of what what our perspective is can be really helpful. I think so too. And so that has been a good thing that we've been able to do with our group where mm-hmm. it feels like we're constantly traveling and getting all these new mm-hmm. friends and new families that we can kind of hang out with after events, take pictures together, win or lose. Yep. And I think
3: when uh, you're signing up for tournaments as a you know you're looking to maybe kind of avoid like the the all-stars on you early on but then you realize that's what you're trying to get to right just take it head on just take a look at it yeah absolutely yeah for
1: sure um i think Allie wanted to finish a little bit with that um and
0: so reese i was wondering what is your
2: dream college and why oh my god (laughs) you know what there's so many colleges that, you know, I'd like to go to. You don't have one, huh? I mean, I have so many in mind. But it's like, you know, he wants me to go to Stan- or uh, Clemson because he thinks it's the coolest school in the world. That's my dream college because golf. And he wants me to go to Wisconsin too, so it's close to home. <laughs> but, you know, I want to go to, I'd like to go somewhere, like in a warmer state like California or Florida, Mm -hmm. you know, University of Austin.
1: Dream big, right? Yeah. Texas, Clemson. (laughs) Hook'em horns. Stanford. Hook'em horns. Uh,
2: You know, Stanford would be a dream too. You know, Tiger Woods went there. So just knowing that he was on the golf team, you never know. You could be on it too.
1: So we got a lesson tonight for Reese. We're sitting here in the dome. What do you guys say? Should we go bang some balls at the back of the net there?
3: Yeah. And from Mm -hmm. uh, – From Reese and I to uh, Jason Ali, like, thank you for having us as your guests. Yes. Uh, you're oh, about yeah. to start on awesome. a journey where, like, someday I want to do a podcast and find out like wh- where this is taking off. Like, I'm here at the ground level. <laughs> this is so cool. We are so proud of you, and uh, I cannot wait to hear your interviews with some of the best and biggest stars in-, in all of golf. So, oh yeah, awesome.
2: I'm excited to just see how many people you can get on your podcast and how many people are going to grow the grind. You know, it's
1: pumped. We're pumped. This is gonna be a lot of fun. It's just moments like this sharing with great people.
0: Oh, yeah. And always remember golf is great, the grind makes it greater.